everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is October 25th, 2023. Jeff going to start the show off with our good friends over at Bright Bail Bonds. Fabian and Miguel, they're the ones that get you out of trouble. Look, Thursday night football starts tomorrow. If you happen to be going to an NFL game or a college game, and you just don't know how to behave in a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Guess what? The guys at Bright Bail Bonds can take care of you and your better behavior. They're professional, confidential, caring, non-judgmental, but most importantly to me, they're fast. They'll get you right out of there as quick as they can. Again, Bright Bail Bonds, 888-669-0295. 888-669-0295. I don't know what the hell happened, but at about 2 o'clock today, I wrenched my back like I haven't wrenched it in probably Dude, 15 I did it last years. week. Fucking miserable. So on the way down here, I decide to stop by CVS. And when I go to CVS, you know what I'm looking for? I'm only looking for one thing, Don's pills. <laughs> and as I'm looking for Don's pills and I find them, I realize... Were they the ones with the lightning bolts yeah, going in the guy's oh, back? I said, that's it. Right there next to the icy hot. And uh, so as I start making my way to the front... I realized that the area of my back that hurts so bad yeah. impacts my ability to reach into my back pocket and get my wallet. Oh, now, as a lot of you know. Perfect. Did he ask some girl to get the wallet out for you? Well, that's the thing, Dave, because I think everybody knows we're a little bit of local celebrities. And then all of a sudden you do that and it's being written about the John Maffey column. Of course. So at this point, I'm like, if I go for my wallet and I... I walk around with a pretty substantial amount of cash. Uh, I'm going to pull that wallet out and I'm going to do more damage. So then the next thing that comes in my mind is just like we used to do at Denny's. Fuck it. What was yeah. Dine and Dash? Yeah. I'm checking out who, who's behind the counter. Who's back there? That guy doesn't look like he's done anything. He hasn't done anything. I'm walking out here. Fuck it. I'm yeah. stealing the dumbest pills. And then I realize there's going to be some cop out here with my luck. And I'm not at 100% right now because yeah. of a back injury. And then I'm going to end up in jail. I'm going to have to call 888-669-0295. I'm going to hear bright bail bonds. This is Miguel. Yeah. Hey, Miguel. It's Chef. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Well, not good tonight. My back hurts like shit. Oh, okay. Well, what can Fabian and I do? Well, that's where the story gets interesting. Uh, is that CVS over here on college? And I, you know, I walked with the Don's pills. Intentionally? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, man. You guys know I live a life on the edge. But I got to get the fuck out of here. There's a couple people. They don't look like they, they look like they may yeah. be in for something a little bit more serious than stealing backache pains. I said, you know what? I can't do that. I got a podcast. So I just took him, baby. I just fucking choked him right across the store. I did not. I just left him on the front counter. I didn't even do that. You didn't grab him? You didn't you pay I for him? I didn't them? even go to CVS. It's just my back hurts like shit. But uh, none of that actually happened. Other than my fucking back hurt so bad from carrying Palais on this fucking oh, son of a you bitch. You son of a bitch. You want to start that way with a bad back? I don't like no. your chances tonight. You better start stretching. <laughs> I know. No shit. There's about a hundred things you can hit me with. And you would hear me just openly weep so no i did not steal anything and i don't want to get hit in the back but if you steal anything and you end up in jail 888-669-0295 yeah probably not the night to talk shit <laughs> you could just flick me and i'd probably start crying oh my god Kyle Fluke is your guy when it comes to websites look right now the holiday season's approaching you want to make sure your website is working correctly 
Kyle's your guy. Look, you, if you haven't had a website, but you're interested in starting one, man, he's the perfect guy to talk to. If you need to fix the one you have, he's also the perfect guy to talk to. Again, Kyle's phone number 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. Also, his business is Mithril Media. Don't forget mithrilmedia.io, and don't forget 10% off if you mentioned Dave and Jeff sent you. Now, brand new website. Can't wait to get it started. We're just putting a couple of final things in. Yeah. Putting that RSN in so we can get everything rolling. But we are happy to announce that coming Monday, Bob Melvin is a chickenfaceweasel.com will be up and running. And it will be our chance to write as many slanderous things as we can about the former Padre manager. And then uh, infused in there will be clips of Bob's bullshit press conference today in san francisco if you have a great idea like i always have great ideas uh check out kyle's website mithromedia.io uh design and development he's going to help us with that and the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to have the ability dave to right there on that apple computer on that mac you're going to have the ability to punch bob melvin right in the face without (laughs) doing any damage to your computer we're really excited about that Management, maintenance, content, and creative. All of those things can be done on your website, like uh, how uh, Kyle's going to do it for us. Don't forget, like we said, Bob Melvin's a backstabbingweasel.com. All of that uh, coming to your computer very, very soon. All right, so here we go. Busy day in San Diego. One of those days I don't think uh, we're going to forget. Well, can those- we just say one thing yes. too, Dave, before we get too far? We're very aware of what is going on in Lewiston, Maine tonight. Just another devastating story for this. Uh, I don't really know what Dave and I can add to that. We've talked numerous times about it, but I just, I think as people are getting this tonight and the numbers continue to grow and and unfortunately in the next couple of days, we're going to see faces put to the numbers and it's just another brutal day and all these dumb fucks that are sitting there in Washington, D.C., cashing those checks and try to get away with saying thoughts and prayers. Fuck all of them, man. It's so incredibly embarrassing to live in a country that we love so much where nobody, everybody just continues to turn around and the guy can just walk with an AR 15 into three different locations and murder. The last time I saw the numbers were, were 60, I think, or uh, last time I saw 25 people dead and, 70 people injured tonight yeah. that are just minding their business in Lewiston, Maine, which prior to tonight was probably best known for being home. Dave, do you know what famous sporting event took place in Lewiston, Maine? I have no idea. The second Ali Sonny Liston fight. Are the, you serious? The Phantom Punch. Dude, it's crazy. And through Upper Deck, the reason why this bugs me is through Upper Deck about three years ago, we had a guy call in to our office and he lived there. Yeah. And he and I just talked about, he was an older gentleman. We talked about it. And then he called back like a year and a half later, and I ended up talking to him again, and he was just the nicest guy. And he said at that point, he's like, yeah, that's what we're on the map for. We're on the map for for the Phantom Punch. And uh, look, he was just one guy. I can't claim that I know him or that we were friends, but he was just such a nice guy and always would talk boxing with me, and I just... You know, the whole country's heart is broken tonight. Like, it's been so many times in the past. Uh, But I just think about this guy that I had two random, really fun conversations with. And in this tiny little town tonight, it's just devastating to think about friends and neighbors. So, terrible. No, it's absolutely terrible. It is. It's one of the most embarrassing things that we have. When other 
people look at us from across the world that we can't control this. No, and people love us, man. That's a funny thing. Like, they, like I have friends be in Toronto two weeks from tonight. There are people that love it, that love us and just look at us and say, we admire you for so many things and we love coming down there. We do things, but it stuns us that this continues to happen. In schools, more than anything, it stuns me the most. Yeah, but I mean, just people tonight at a at a Walmart outlet yeah. or at a bowling alley. I think I heard was the other one, and um, and they're just like, man, how do you, how what what happens? How does that keep going? That's what we and want go because fucking people have no problem cashing checks and taking that fucking money and doing nothing to protect. And the sad thing is, man, Lewiston, Maine, is just small town USA, just the way Chula Vista is, just the way El Cajon is, just the way Imperial Beach is. And until something gets done, man, our our numbers gonna come up. Yeah. Come up in the past. And uh and then what? So I don't know. Fucking sucks. But I'm sorry, Dave. No, it's it's, it's all right. The sad part is, man, by the time we do our next show, no one's gonna be talking about it. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Because there'll probably be one or two more. Oh, there always is. There's almost one every day. Yeah. I mean, with, there are more mass shootings right now in the United States than we've had days on the calendar. Yeah. I mean, one of my uh, kid that I've gotten to know, kid named Brandon, lives in Parkland, Florida, and was on that campus. Yeah. You know, I mean, we know. Hey, just go ahead and turn that up. Hey, you know what? If you haven't noticed, there's a problem with the TV. That's not me. Yeah, that might be you. You fucker. You know, our friend You're Wayne. You're reading the same stupid shit I'm reading. Not tonight. What's your problem? Wayne Hagen lived crazy. in Littleton. I told you I got a bad back. I almost what, committed what a crime. Give it to Rhett's? Jesus, let's control yourself. Fuck. I'm not touching anything. God dang it. I can't fix it. I, I don't even have what, that right remote. Tell what Dwight Howard told me. Uh, before we get Jesus any further. Did you, that the, way? did you read that story? Yeah, none of it surprises me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, for people that didn't see this story, Dwight Howard... Yeah. Is being sued, right? Yep. Dwight Howard's being sued by a guy. Was this in Florida? Doesn't matter. Yeah. And it says that he met Dwight Howard online. Now, again, innocent until proven guilty. I get it. But the alleged story is that this guy was contacted by Dwight Howard. And Dwight Howard said, do you want to come meet me and a friend at this hotel we're going to hook up. Adult activity. The guy gets there. Dwight's there. But now the guy is dressed in drag. The Dwight's friend is dressed in drag. And the victim, alleged victim, said that they forced him into sexual activity with Dwight and the other gentleman dressed in drag. And there was a lawsuit going on. And Dwight Howard said, hey, everybody take a step back. It was all consensual. Wow. Hey, man. Whatever gets you through the night, I guess. But I don't know. That's a, that's a, I, that's a crazy story. Oh, he was is. just on Special Forces. I don't see that show. That show's cool. Oh, but, um, but yeah, that's a crazy one. And then I, I'll just say this, too. And I'll finally let Dave make his point. I'm lost right now. You kind of ruined it. Go ahead. <laughs> if if what is being alleged at USD is true, they should they should fucking ah. Oh, I swear, Dave. Did you see this? No, tonight? you got to help me out. I've been gone all day. 
So Mark Ziegler wrote tonight in the Union Tribune, credit to our friend Bryce Miller. Yeah, of course. Bryce Miller for weeks has demanded that USD be open about the hazing incident that involved the football team this summer. Their fucking bullshit football team that's one in five. And fuck the Toreros, dude. I swear. Anybody you've ever met from USD, they always have this attitude like they're better than anybody else. You're a fucking Torero. You're an afterthought in this town. Nobody fucking gives up their parking space because you went to fucking USD. Fuck off. (laughs) So Bryce Miller has written for weeks because USD gutless that they are. The administrative staff is absolutely gutless. The coaching staff of the football team is a fucking joke. And all of them have run from this story. They've stayed quiet. They've done nothing to say to this community. Runs rampant, right? I mean, we saw the Padres. They fucking run from anything. Well, USD followed suit. Mark Ziegler, who's as good as it gets in the Union Tribune, writes tonight that a young man that was quarterback at USD is now suing the school because of the hazing incident. And part of it is so bad that Mark could not write it in the paper. Oh, my gosh. And what it says is that young men on the football team were sent a group text, freshmen and incoming players, uh, the alleged, these are the allegations, that they were instructed to go to a particular meeting spot. When they got to the meeting spot, it had glass windows. They were instructed to get naked and push their genitalia against the window while being mocked and judged by upperclassmen. Wow. This is at USD, the fucking home of the Toreros, right? Then they were all instructed. Again, these are the allegations tonight in the lawsuit. They were instructed that they would... Perform like a singing, you know, kind of like we've seen on Hard Knocks. The yeah. difference between what we've seen on Hard Knocks and what is being alleged at USD, and I guess they deserve a day in court too, but that the young men were required to perform naked. Jesus. And then were hit with spoons and other things. Holy fuck, man. I thought this was a religious school. Yeah. The fucking, dude, it's an embarrassment. And the idea, if any of this is true, And, I mean, if it proves out to be true, the idea that that fucking administration staff let these kids continue to play football while the young, any of those kids that went through it, again, like we said, we'll we'll, innocent till guilty. I get it. I was married to a public defender. I know a freshman on the USD team this year. If that is true. Yeah. And that fucking administrative staff let those kids play football like nothing happened. Fuck them, dude. What a fucking joke. Should go over there and just beat the shit of vigilante justice, Dave. Oh, shit. We can't do that. We'll be calling bright you, bail by. Yeah, I'm, but I'm not joking. It makes you want to go over there and just fucking beat the shit out of somebody, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Because as a, a parent, you go in and you, you trust me, them. 100% you do. 100%. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, that, busy day. That is a, that's a busy, bad day right there. All right, well, I was going to get to the baseball part where none of this stuff was going on. Nobody was dying, and at the same time, it wasn't a basically PTSD situation. But yeah. but for the, we'll go right into baseball. We'll act like none of this just happened in the last 15 minutes. This is a terrible transition. There's a lot to do. 
All right. So look, Bob Melvin is announced as the manager of the Giants today. Bob Mel, I don't know if you saw every press conference. Did you see? I saw both of them. I saw AJ's and I saw Bob's. I can't stand AJ because AJ talks like he's a complete idiot. Like he got hit by light. He, he was his ma- worst moment today. Yeah. I mean, he makes that Jan and Dean movie where Richard Hatch is the worst actor I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> he made fucking Richard Hatch look like fucking, I don't know, who? Brando? dude i I can't stand preller preller's a fraud in this town and he's a clown and i'm very very sorry to hear about the health concerns of peter seidler uh that should be the bigger story and we of course and are you know of course everybody does but i'm so fucking uh disgusted by preller that we let this little fucking back seven he's the ultimate definition of a snake in the grass and I've told you, we've heard terrible things about Gruppner and all these guys that we trusted to kind of be the rock star GM and, and Gruppner, you know, the beard oil kid. We, we trust these guys because it's the only thing we have fucking left in this town. Until tonight, we had two things, Terreros football and, and Padre baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and now we just lost one of those. And the idea that they just sit up there like the fucking slap dicks that they are, it makes me insane. So I watch Bob and the funny shit is like this town, we can't get out of our own fucking way. You can't wait to get your feelings hurt. There are so many of you that just fucking can't wait to, to get your feelings hurt. You can't take it. So as soon as Bob said, hey, good afternoon. Fuck you. You fucking Punk! Uh, I love the Giants. Oh, you fucking asshole, Melvin. You fucking dork. Move on, okay? People lost their mind when he said... That he thought about... Yeah, how often did you think about becoming the Giants manager? He goes, every time we'd come to this allpark. I thought about it at least once. Yeah. It makes 100% sense. Especially if he's the manager of the A's. He's got to go to the fucking Coliseum. Exactly. Well, also, look, he grew up in the Bay Area. Look, if this was Jeff going back to Minnesota and you were sitting there manager of the Yankees, you wouldn't say, I wonder what it would be like. Yeah. It's it's human nature. Everybody thinks about what it would be like to go home. Yeah. And you know what, you fucking idiots? (laughs) If he was going up there tanking it, he would have put that asshole uh, Matt Carpenter in the lineup every day. Exactly right. That's a good point. He didn't do it. That's going to be his go-to every time. Yeah, I didn't put that dipshit in here. I got rid of fucking Manaya and yeah. talked him up to this shitty team and they signed him. Yeah, Don't you question my again. standards. <laughs> Dinks. So I watched both, okay? I watched Bob's first. Who Bob unfortunately Bob can't button a guy dang jersey. He only puts, <laughs> what was that? He only puts one on 162 times a year. Did you see that? He couldn't line up the buttons. He looked like Al Tuve. I thought he yeah. had the buzzer under it. He goes, I'm just <laughs> I'm just going to button two. Well, dude, the two you button, you couldn't even get you those right. The, you buttoned it wrong. Yeah, the Giants part doesn't match up with Giants. No, like, that was great. I saw that such afterwards. An idiot. That's why I was like, good rinse, Melvin. Dumbass, dude. Looks so fucking dumb. <laughs> I, I come to, wouldn't you notice? I've never seen a guy more fucked up than that. I've no, I mean, it doesn't matter. We've seen these a million times where the guys put the jersey on. Yeah. And, he, and he wasn't in a hurry. No. When Farhan said, okay, we're going to put the jersey, we're doing that now. That was his line. We're doing this now? Bob, you've been hired a few times. Yeah. Fuck, man. What's your problem? Bring back the old pullover for Bob. You can't figure it out. Pull the V-neck. Put his head right in the fucking arm sleeve. Fucking idiot. 
So you can't stupid. get him out of here fast enough. <laughs> so you incompetent fuck. They they try to first questions that were about San Diego. He didn't want to talk about San Diego. Yeah, you know, which is smart. You know, it's fine. A business decision and hey, it's in the past. I want to talk about yeah. the future. And then you know he goes through this whole thing. All the all of it's bullshit. Then you go and AJ has. Well, his hang pre- on. Go ahead. And, and the one thing on Bob, like everybody's yeah. so so emotional, right? Like I get it. I said the other day, um, I hated the idea that you just let him go to a division rival. Yeah, I hate it. But I'm also a guy in July when I was watching this team every day that said here numerous times, Bob's got to go because. But in fairness to Bob. What I would say is, I don't know how much Bob was able to control day-to-day, how much he's responsible for that team falling apart, and how much he's not. We'll never know. And ultimately, I heard a few different people say it today, and I think they made the right point. I think Ben said it this morning, and uh, and credit to Ben. But they weren't going to extend him. He wasn't going to be extended. Lame duck. Lame duck. And you were going to hear it. All the way through, right? Yep. And if the relationship, any of us have been through it, Dave, I talk about Brian Long all the time. I, there is not enough fucking money in the world where I would ever work for that guy again because you know you're going to get rat fucked. And if I'm Melvin, I know probably is going to rat fuck me. And it's just going to be miserable. So at the end, no matter what the, uh, you know, however it looks, Ultimately, Bob probably needed to leave. He lands on his feet in San Francisco. And now San Diego can start fresh <laughs> for the 37th time under this fucking weasel Preller. And I just, it's disgusting to me. I'm not saying that Bob Melvin was going to be the greatest manager. I have no idea. But the fact that we're here again in this scenario, and, yeah. and look, man, credit to 97.3. Stephen Ben teed off on him today. Uh, Tony and Chris have teed off on these guys. Kudos to those guys, man. I'll give credit where it's due. 7.60 this morning. 8.30. I, I was running late. I get out. 8.30, Ben, Steve, Paul. Great job. Taking calls. Whole thing. 7.60 in the morning is so fucking bad. They're talking dancing with the stars. Wow. In a town, you know, where it's the baseball team. Why don't they just move John and Jim to the mornings? Should. Move John and Jim to the mornings, right? And then put that fucking Ornberger Flea Circus, whatever the fuck that show is. Put it 9 to midnight. Who cares? But if you put John and Jim, two guys that do a good show, Steve and Ben do a great show with Paul. You put those guys up, and now it's good. Those guys have been very... I give credit to both stations, man. Sandy, uh, 760 kind of ran the Aztecs through the ringer a little bit. That's their flagship. And and 97.3 has done a good job this week with everything going on. So I just... Ornberger, I'm sorry. Nice dude. Really, really nice dude. Terrible on the fucking radio. Just terrible. And you turn on at 830. I get it. I, I got a little later start than usual. But, dude, they've completely thrown in the towel. Put John they and Jim. in the towel. That is their best look. That's all they have. They're no, but I'm saying 760 threw in the towel. No, they threw in the towel by what? Going cheap? No, but I'm saying put John and Jim okay. down there. Well, they might be thinking it's easier to beat the other afternoon guys. They don't think they can beat the morning show in 97.3. That's my guess. Why? Otherwise, why wouldn't you make the move? Mm. 
But that, that morning show, I, I don't listen to 760 in the morning. It's Every time I flip on, I'm disappointed. It's and terrible. I still can't tell you Rich's hostess. I have no idea what the guy's name is. Yeah, you're all right. Okay. <laughs> good, good deal. You're so fine. anyway, so um, Bob goes through his whole announcement, okay? And and he taught, they announced, you know, the 39th manager of the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. And I started to laugh, going, fuck, we've had 39 in the last nine years, it <laughs> right. feels like. Like, this is ridiculous. Right. And yet, you, as much as people want to goof on the Giants, I, I think I'm right on this one when I was just up there a month ago that the Giants have more wins than any team in National League history. They're they're a storied franchise. Yes, they never won a World Series until Bochy got there. Yeah. They won all those championships and had success when they were in New York. But the Giants have known as a team. I mean, the Giants are right there if you want to make the argument with – the Cardinals, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, the Yankees, as far as historic teams. They're I mean, I'm t- not I'm not a Giants fan, Dave, but I'm not you either. went there, but I've been there a bunch of times. Fuck, man, it's great. And I'm not taking anything away from Petco. Petco's great, too. But if you grew up up there, I, I, just let Bob go do his thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying for Padre yeah, fans, yeah, just yeah. move on. Well, we'll get, well, I want to get to all that. So AJ has his press conference mm-hmm. right after. And I've yeah. never seen a guy ever who gets lost in his own lies in the same moment. Dude, he was running around Jeff, man, and he was he would lie one second, come back yeah. around, and he'd contradict himself. And it's one of those why you tell your kids you don't lie because you right. don't have to worry about keeping up with your lies. Dude, he was getting lost. Bernie called him out pretty good. Oh, he did. And then other guys were, but it's like, dude, that's not what you said five minutes ago. Now you're saying something different. Then he dropped the line about, you know, we had success when I used to get involved with the team. And, oh, and fuck. I didn't get involved with the team the last two years. Oh, bullshit. Oh, so he put it back on Bob. It's Bob's fault because Bob has basically let it be known. Ugh. There's too much shit from from around the organization what that's causing problems. fucking douche. So, Fuck it, him. So he basically said, it's been Bob's move the entire time. I've had nothing to do with sure. it. Sure. And starting next year, I'm going to start doing what's made me successful. Oh, no. So <laughs> that's, that, oh, was, fuck. that was kind of his move. But I've never seen a worse press conference from anybody. Yeah, he, it was his worst moment today. That's saying a lot about AJ. And nobody's keeping him checks and balances. Groupner's in over his head. You have nobody down there, unfortunately, because of Peter's health. When you read what Dennis Lynn wrote, the key executives haven't talked to him in weeks. Fuck, man. It's, it's you know, as the great Johnny Mathis sang one night, Dave, you remember, guess it's over, call it a day. You know who told me that? Gavin and fucking Dan. Because they went to that show. <laughs> so here's the deal. Bob goes, just from the outside, okay? Yeah. People who don't understand the situation, what's happened here in San Diego. The rest of the baseball community is shocked. And they're shocked by Bob Melvin has a great reputation. That he's one of the better managers in all of baseball. And for the Padres to let him go and get nothing in compensation yeah. and go inside the division like you just said. That Bob all of a sudden is managing the Giants, a roster nowhere close to what the Padres have. Yeah. And what does that say about the Padre organization? It's a it's a bad look. Overall, it's a really bad look. And yeah. when AJ says today, the Giants contacted us, we said, let's do what's right for Bob. Well, then what's the point of having contracts? You didn't right. want him back. Just say, tell the truth. Look, time was running out. He had a three-year deal. We weren't going to extend him, like you said, five minutes ago. Yeah. We weren't going to extend him. Tell the truth. It wasn't the best fit, Bob, here. We thank him yeah. for everything he did. And we don't have to pay his contract next year. We find a manager yeah. that's a better fit. And not making four million, and wish nothing but the best for Bob, except when he faces the Padres. Yes, boom, it's it, it. It, it's over. But to sit there and turn it on, Bob, fuck this whole thing for the entire organization when Dude, he took you to the NLCS. Douche. What a fuck little fuck off. That's why I've said 
He's a little fucking snake in the grass. He's a little fucking weasel. And more importantly, he's a little fucking twerp. Fuck AJ Preller, dude. And the more that people put that out there, this team knows it. But again, Gruppner's gutless. He's in over his head. The fucking guy should be selling advertising for the penny saver. That's all probably <laughs> Eric's cut out to do. And the other problem is with Eric. Here's the problem. And I've told it. He played high school football. I loved him when I met him. I thought he was great until you find out he's a complete fucking dick to people in that building. And fuck him, dude. He could be sitting right here. I, what the fuck do I owe to Eric Grubner? Fuck him. He fell into a job down there for a baseball team that I've loved since I was 15. Get the fuck out of the way. You're part of the problem. Your problem, Preller's part of the problem. Get the fuck out. Nobody cares that you booked Darius Rucker. Nobody cares that fucking Emma Stone knows your name. You're a fucking clown. And Preller's a fucking clown. And they're devastating this team. And the problem is because we have so many people down here that can't see the forest through the trees that continue to think that Bob was the problem. Look, man, I don't know. Maybe Bob was very comfortable managing Oakland and then got thrown into this situation and you had the egos of the Soto and the Manny and the Tatis. Maybe it was too much for him. I don't know, but that seems very hard for me to believe. It seems hard for anyone to believe that manages a team. Why wouldn't you want the best? Right. I mean, you have the best. It doesn't matter what business it is. You have guys that are known as the best at what they do. It doesn't make zero sense at all. When Did you see what to Bob said in. today about when he was a player and playing for Roger Craig? Yeah. And that Roger Craig would say, because Bob was not a starter, hey, you're playing on Thursday against this particular pitcher, and here's why. And he said, I've always tried to be that kind of manager. Like, when Eric Burns comes out and says, eh, again, Eric Burns, whatever. It's the greatest manager I ever played for. Well, a bunch of guys said that today. Yeah. A bunch of them came out today and said yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, man, I think Manny's a huge part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, I just think, I think there is a lot. And I think this team's best days, it's very, very hard for me to believe that they're not quickly going away like our friend fucking Wilson in the ocean and Castaway. <laughs> Well, AJ Preller made a comment today that they've had a bunch of people reach out that of are course. excited to manage this team. Yeah, Jace Tingler, Coach yeah. Kintera. Who? You know what I'm saying? Who? Who is yeah. reach? What are you talking about? Give us names. Yeah, because Jeff Bannister, former manager of the Rangers, Ron Washington, former manager of the Rangers. Gabe Cap was like, "Let's just make this a switch." Yeah, Jim Sundberg. Adrian Gonzalez. <laughs> Aki Otska. And so you, here you are. You're looking at the situation and go who the next manager is. Everyone thinks Steve it's, Bouchel. it's Schilt, right? Uh, because Schilt has yeah. obviously worked for the pods, but also he looks like he's the automatic yes man. And but that's what he's looking for. The funny thing, too, is when Kevin Ac, when we're like, oh, yeah, Mike Schilt, the whole thing. And then that Dick AC points out, that's yeah, kind of weird that nobody's exactly asked to right. interview him. God damn it, Kevin. That's what I was going to say to you right now. I subscribe to that shitty paper for you to make a very decent fact like that yeah nobody has reached out to show yeah and the guy was supposed to be a fantastic manager with the cardinals but right. no, nobody reached out to show hell Schilt gotten in trouble too when he was here for the time he was filling in remember oh yeah and fucking the giants accused him of being a racist to the first base coach oh yeah he had to meet with the media i was yeah. like why is he meet with the media in san francisco <laughs> it's like dude, you just got here you dropped a racist line god damn control yourself yeah jesus and ryan flaherty Enough. Enough. Enough of that shit. Now, I'll give you one. 
Go ahead. That I saw was interesting. What about Ruben as the manager? I said that to you two days ago. Okay. Or three days ago. Yeah, that one's that one's interesting to me. As again, I think almost you have to keep you have to do it for Ruben because look, it it's the Titanic right now. And Dude. man, the violin players are, are like, hey, do we stay or do we go? I think that's the best chance you have of keeping your best coach. Dude, has anybody come in? So Matt Williams, I wondered, hey, could there be a chance where Ruben leaves? Well, he's not. Matt Williams is leaving, and then who? Ryan Christensen? Yeah, I think he's going. Those guys are going, too. Um, I kind of liked having Matt Williams here. I thought that was kind of cool. But it's all right. You get it. It goes back to the Giants. Makes, makes sense. sense. Um, but Ruben, to me, dude, Ruben's like the sheriff. Like that pitching staff was fucked up with Larry Rothschild. Oh, it was. And Ruben came in and cleaned shit up. Yeah, you don't see too many pitching coaches become the manager, but it's in a situation where it kind of fits. I mean, yeah. again, you know, Roger Craig, when the Giants named him manager, people are like, Roger Craig. Right. And it worked out really well. Yeah. I mean, Bud. Yeah. You know, different guys have done it, and he can debate it. But, I mean, El You don't want to lose him. You don't want to lose Ruben. You finally got the pitching staff where you want him as far as coaching goes. Dude, I got to tell you, Dave, out of all the candidates, and I'll say this too, putting Bob Melvin in there. If you said to me, hey, change the culture, change the vibe, the whole thing, moving forward in 2024, uh, here's some guys. Tell me one of these guys that you think managing this team might be able to, to get it back where it needs to be. Mike Schilt, Ryan Flaherty, Bob Melvin. Ruben, uh, and then we'll throw in, you know, Buck Showalter, Don Mattingly. I saw Craig Council mention he'll go to the Mets. The Council thing blows me away because he made that comment to the Brewers, unless that was just an excuse to tell the Brewers, don't offer me a contract. I have a plan. Yeah. Because I mean, we've said it before in case people missed the previous shows, but Council said, I have a kid who plays baseball at the University of Michigan, one plays baseball at the University of Minnesota. Yeah. I want to be a dad and watch my kids. Now he's interviewing for the Mets job. Because David Stearns, yeah. who hired him in Milwaukee, is running the Mets. Yep. and, and uh, But he's a Milwaukee, kind of Milwaukee guy. Like, does yeah. he want that? Yeah, good luck. Um, Didn't welcome back to Wisconsin. Right. But Ruben, you know, Phil Nevin, a couple of Fuck those. that, dude. Phil no, I got Nevin. It. But I'm just saying. A name you're hearing all the time, by the way, is Benji Gill. Dude, who else says Benji Gill, Castle Park guy, managed the Mexican national team. People yeah. say, and he's, he's up for the Angels' job, too. Moises Alou, I saw today. Eric Chavez. You know, I don't think Will Venable is coming out here. But if you threw all the... They said Venable is supposed to be taking over for Boach. They said Boach is only here for two more years. Yeah. Um, But then, uh, honestly, if you threw all those guys, I'd be like, dude, I, I kind of like Ruben there, man. But if, if you're, It's going to be Schilt. You know that, right? Ah, fuck. Like, if you were betting, you'd bet your money on Schilt. You look at all his comments. He knows he's the guy. Yeah. He yeah. He's like he's guy. probably known he's the guy for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. 100% right. Here's the funny thing is you pointed this out on Sunday is that she'll how old he is and what he looks like. Yeah. Fuck, I can't get it out of my head. Right. It looks like he's 80. Yeah. He thinks he's fucking sparky. I think but, the guy graduated high school in the 90s. Look at him. Uh, yeah. No, he didn't. He's 55. Oh, is he 55 years old? Yeah. He's 55. I thought he was like 52. Um, fuck. So what the fuck's happened in St. Louis at age two? Yeah. I mean, definite credibility with Mike Schill, right? Yeah. Well, not as much as he had with Bob Melvin. No, but I'll tell you this. 
Mike Schiltz got a little bit of that Marty Schottenheimer that we talked about with fucking Dave Roberts. But he said he's getting he said he's getting rid of the the fire ass. He said he's got, no, he's, but I'm saying he's a guy that has shown that he can win during the regular season and and struggles in October. Yeah, that's true. And and so I don't know. For me, um, I mean, I think Ruben could do really well in that interview. I mean, they're going to interview everybody. Do you but, really have to interview the guys that already work here? Like, you don't you know everything about them? You're with them year round. Yeah, I think, though, it's different when you're talking to them about, okay, now that chair is open, right? You've yeah. always kind of shown respect as Bob's been the guy. But all right, if you're the guy, what are we doing different? What do you see? Like, my, my biggest question, but AJ can't do this because his fucking ego's too big and he can't put a straight question out. So you know what? All you dumb fucks down there that listen to this show and act like you don't, get a fucking notepad. Okay, when they sit down, you say, listen, you were here every day, Mike. You were here, you watched, Ryan, you were here. It's fine. Uh, Gloves are off. We need to know. What happened that, that got us off course? And had you been the guy in that chair... What would you have done and what will you do moving forward to make sure we don't find in the, our spot again? Well, you, does he tell the truth? Because it basically to pass that interview, you got to blame everything on Bob. Or do you say, look, the guys in the front office are Did you see fucking, Bobby came a fucking butt in New Jersey? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, true. how did I hire that guy in the first place? Yeah, it's true. I, That's part of the interview process. Can you butt in a jersey? Fuck. Hey, let's, yeah. Hey, Mike, let's try this. Can you do buttons four, five, and six? Yeah, okay, good. You're much further up than the last guy. I'm having that fucking office fumigated. Only six letters on the Giants jersey. Can you line them up? Yeah. Can you do that? I'm going to have somebody come in here and burn sage to get the fucking dipshit sent out of here. Who the fuck talked me into hiring Bob? God damn it, John Fisher. Bob Um, spent too much time dyeing his hair jet black instead of fucking looking at scouting reports. Yeah. You just go in there and you open the desk. Best things to do for your weekend in the Bay Area. Are you fucking kidding me? Bunch of fucking takeout menus from Union Square. Look at this shit. Signed picture from Will Clark. Bob has plastic gloves on all the time right in the lineup out while he's dyeing his hair. Yeah. Last seven issues of Giants Magazine. Fuck. The clues were all here. Get that fucking Tony Patrika. Tony! Yeah, that fucking Tony <laughs> Yeah, we just look nothing but Madison Bumgarner T-shirts and this fucking guy. Fucking god damn it! Signed letter from Joe Pan. This guy, he didn't have anything. Where's the fuck your boss? And they'll never know. <laughs> First day, Bob just writes Johnny Lamaster at short. Johnny Lamaster. Fucking guys lost it. Yeah, shit. Cape and Kruko Bubblehead? Where's the Donnan? Does he not even have Donnan Mutt? God damn it. Picture of him and John Miller? Fuck. Ah, what's this? A goddamn old sour bo- sourdough bread bowl? Goddamn maggots. Imagine that shit. Yeah, Tom says, I love fucking eating my food out of a sourdough bread yeah. bowl. Just a fucking... Yeah. DVD of Escape from Alcatraz. 
Fucking Bob, dude. Every meal has beat out of a sourdough bread bowl. Yeah. Fruit Loops in the morning. Yeah, everything. <laughs> Fucking how many boxes of rice and roni? Fuck. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the whole shit. Just sitting there. And then just one last piece of pound cake. Who the fuck eats pound cake? Fucking <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob, you asshole. You're fired. Um, just call the Giants and be like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll pay him $4 million. We just got to have the satisfaction to say, no, fuck you, Bob. You didn't quit. You're fired. Oh, my gosh. Did you yeah. hear the, the opening comment by, by Farhan, by the way? Talking Dude, about I, how, I had such bad okay. internet connection today. I couldn't see anything. So He was talking. He, first thing he said, though, was talking about how accomplished Bob is, maybe the most accomplished manager in Giants history outside of one that's busy right now. Oh. Yeah, so it was a compliment to Boach. Yeah. But it made him look like fools. And that's what yeah. everyone's saying nationally. Didn't the Padres already do this? Yeah. That's what we said. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's how people look at it. Like, this is a really crazy move. Hey, it's kind of nuts. Dave mentioned Boach. Can can I just ask one thing respectfully? If If people write on social media some false narrative about Boach and Preller, you don't need to send it to me. Yeah. You don't need to tag me in it. I I couldn't give less of a fuck. Mickey Coke is writing me like crazy all of a sudden. I don't know Mickey Coke. He's right, but man. He he blows blows Preller like crazy. I don't know oh, because I, AJ. I, I know to let invited him down that one time, uh, but stop okay. writing to me. I don't get that shit. He's sending you direct messages. No, it's just fucking straight out of everything is in defense of Preller. Not dude, you cannot defend Preller no, to me. Stop. I've me. been out on Preller for years. Yeah, stop. Enough. It's probably the mute button time. <laughs> Off he goes into the abyss. Sorry, man. It's I either love Nick, lo- Yeah, he loves AJ or he loves cats. Cats the show? Um, dude, Mick's a good kid, but uh, I, I don't like Preller. He can defend him all he wants because Preller invited you down. Well, guess what? Maybe the next GM will invite you down too. Um, but if somebody's got the Boach narrative wrong, I have a full fucking time job. I don't care. Somebody tagged me yesterday because a real estate guy claimed that he sold Boach's house. Yeah, you think that was I, great. I had the wrong year. Yeah, I, I could not give less of a fuck. Let him think it, man. It's not, I, I'm not the ex or Twitter police. Like, people, that's why you pay five bucks a month. Yeah. You know the story's right, and they all have it wrong. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And you know why I know it's right? Because we were the guys drinking beers with him at the fucking top of the Hyatt. Exactly right. And I asked him directly. It's a guy we've had. As I'm watching that game, you know, the other night, with Katie Temple. Yeah. And we're at New News. And we're sitting there, we're watching that thing play out. And I said to her, this is pretty crazy. Right? Because when we talk about being at the Hyatt, at the winter meetings where all that played out, for anybody that went down, if you've been to the Manchester, you walk in and if you go to the left, there's kind of a bar area there. Yeah. And if you go towards the bar and you take a right, there's elevators. So it's Dave and Josh. It's my son, Jack, me, Katie Temple. And uh, another friend of Dave and Josh's. And we're sitting there. Katie says, hey, 
you want to go have a beer with Boach? I go, yeah, we would like that a lot. So we're sitting there and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. And Katie and I are laughing about this the other night. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? Like, what's he doing? He was at the opposite end elevators looking for us. Yeah. So he comes strolling through, just walks through. And uh, we go up. We've, we've told you this. Dave Martinez in the elevator. In. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to the top. And we're just there. And it's friends. Dave, Katie, Boach, and I have been friends for an extremely long time. And have a really great friendship. Like I said to Katie the other night when we are watching this. Say, give me one of your favorite Boach memories. Fuck, I'll tell you right now. She goes, I had just bought a pink suit and I felt really, really good about it. And I thought I looked good in it. And I was excited. And I go down to the stadium, Boach's meet with the media. And I walk up with my microphone. He goes, hey, what's going on, Easter Bunny? <laughs> and she's like, this fucking guy. And, uh, but Ernie Martinez and I talking today, I said, you know, I remember, Ern, about Boach. We were at the Marriott. You weren't there for whatever reason. You weren't there. But it's me, Ernie, our friend, Crystal Dreifert, and Boach. We'd all gone up. Ernie, Crystal, and I go to the game. Boach says, come hang out afterwards. We go to the Marriott. Game ends late at Dodger Stadium. It's like 12 o'clock. And uh, Boach says, go down, grab a few beers. We go downstairs like, oh, we closed at 8.30. <laughs> so we go back up. Boach doesn't say anything to Crystal. Looks at me and Ernie, what the, what's up? Now ah, they're closed. Ah, for Christ's sake. He walks out. He goes next door, and he comes back. I don't know where. Maybe there was a Circle K in room 1102. And he comes back, and he's got two 12-packs of Coors Light. I have no idea where the fuck he got them from. And he comes back, and we're in Boach's room at the Marriott, and Jeff Gardner shows up and drops off the advanced scouting report for the next day. Ernie and I are reading the advanced scouting report for the Padre Dodger game. Yeah. And Boach is yelling, Ernie, are you going to give me anything or are you just going <laughs> to sit there and drink my beer? <laughs> and, and Ernie's like, Jeff, I was thinking that same thing last night. He's like, I'm just sitting there uh, with Dave at Padre Murphy's, my favorite Palais story. We're hanging out. Anybody knows Padre Murphy's knows their ceiling fans there. And Dave's smoking a cigar and blowing the smoke into the fan. And the fan's blowing right back down. Dave's asthmatic. He's choking. And Boach is like, Boach and Mud are like, well, how long are we going to stand here? I'm like, we're not going anywhere. Like, well, we are we going to rescue him? Like, why? Fucking great. Uh, I mean, he told us Ricky Henderson was coming. It's yeah. just... You know, I've told you the Alan Embry's story. I mean, I, Dave, I don't know for you. I don't know. Do you have anybody in sports as far as that they, that can they, have a relationship that, that matches that what we have with Boach? No, it's really good. I used to have a really good one with Tony Gwynn. But, it, right. but Boach did something for me the other night that was cool. So they, they beat Houston. 
Yeah. And I sent him a text saying. Of course. I have been. Yeah. Well, I think you just admitted on the show. We're friends. Yeah. So I said, way to go, Boach. Only one more celebration to go. Fuck Houston forever. Yeah. And he wrote me back. He go, he, ha, ha, ha. And then he said, hey, do you remember the time that when we were at the Hyatt in the winter meetings? And I write back, yes. And he goes, do you remember when you told me that you talked to players who played for me? And they said, the thing that makes me a great manager is that I communicate with every player every day. I ask about their family or ask about yeah. how are things going. And he says, I completely forgot I did that. Remember what I told you? And, and I and he, he said, I'm going to start doing that again with Texas. Because that was my success in San Francisco. I, yeah. said, I got away from that. Yeah, he did this year. Yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember him and I having this conversation? Yeah. And so he said to me, hey, I did it the whole year. I did what I said I was going to do. It goes, it's amazing where we are. And well, like, that's different than what the team said, because the team said he fucking talked to guys once a month. Yeah, that he'd be he on, check on his in and puzzle. Say hi. But, but he says basically around the batting cage or they yeah. walk by and he'd say, right. how's your mom doing or how the kids yeah. doing? And he goes, he goes, I did it. And he goes, and he's not saying, hey, I'm the reason. But he says, yeah. I just did something as basic as that is ask all 26 guys every day. How are you doing today? Good. And but he it was funny. He remembered that conversation. Yeah. So I'll be honest with you. That's probably my favorite Bruce Bochy story that he said he just went back to what he's always done. And he said when he had failed in San Francisco the last few years, he said he got away from it. You and, know, man. And, and uh, so that, that was pretty cool that he sent me that. The the only thing, you know, we went, we we took batting practice. We took the gulls down to Qualcomm Stadium, Mark Wolf, Denny Purdy, and uh, Matt, the equipment guy. And yeah. you're standing in there in the batter's box where... Dave, you know it, man. Like, think of anybody you want that's ever home or away that stood in that batter's box, right? Yeah. And you stand there. And first pitch, he just whips it right at my head. Yeah. Hey, get the hell in there. What are you doing? And, uh, but the thing is, man, like, the, the one thing that we try to tell you is he's just such a genuine person. Yeah. And watching that the other night, like, I, Weddle. Like, when Weddle got the Super Bowl, I haven't had as long of a friendship with Eric as I've had with Boach, but watching Weddle get that Super Bowl was pretty awesome. incredible. Yeah, one of my favorites. Pretty incredible um, for for what he meant to this show the whole way through. Yeah. But seeing Boach the other night was just great, and he was fired here. He was basically fired in San Francisco. He walked away. He was not really welcomed by Gabe Kapler and the staff, which yeah. is a fucking joke. And Chris Young calls, and he went back. Yeah. And I remember when we were talking to him that night, like just saying, like, you worried about legacy at all? And he, no, 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 I'm just going back. It's fun. I like doing it. And he laughed about, um, he'd been coaching his grandson's T-ball team. Yeah. And they were giving him shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, you know, I, I think for those that, that have been lucky enough to know him, have had experiences like you and I have had because yeah, there's people in media that probably know him. I don't know how many people had experiences like the back patio at Padre Murphy's 
Dave and I had experiences with him a few different nights. The night at KFMB, one of our favorite shows, where Boach came in with Mike Riley. We had the head coach of the Chargers and the manager of the Padres in together. Somewhere you got that picture, and it's so fun. But he just genuine, such a good person, man. Like that. Yeah, if you think, I couldn't give less of a... Called me right after Jake died. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't. Not I don't give a dude. fuck what anybody thinks on social media. Just, you know the story. Yeah. Because we've told you the story. Just live with it and let these other fucking people think whatever they live. We don't give a shit. Exactly. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams again right now. Dan Williams is who you need to talk to when you talk about buying a new home. Because right now you need to get pre-approved or excuse me, get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Dan's there to answer your questions. Don't get outbid. That's the big thing. Don't get outbid right now. Right now, it is very interesting because Dan and Brian Curry are working together. You want to make sure you have the right answers. Is this the right time to sell, the right time to buy? Talk to these guys. 858-688-6813. Dan Williams' number again, 858-688-6813. I tell you what, man. There is nothing better than the feeling you get when you send maybe the last bill of the month. Yeah. And I told you, God, for another six months, I got to deal with these crazy, deal with medical bills, phone bill comes in, just had to buy. Uh, my ex goes, hey, boys are turning 16. I'd like to upgrade their phones. Okay. At 450 each. Hey, yeah, no problem. That's fine. That's fine. We'll just do that. It's hot here. Okay. Oh, fuck. Can I get some water, please, with some ice in it? <laughs> Love you, Luke. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, my favorite, it's just my favorite line. Yeah, get some water with some ice in it. Is that it. a possibility? It's a way you know, Is that a possibility? It. Is that the way? Oh, it's Dave's dad when he was paying the bills. And I laugh every time. But um, when you pay the bills and you go, okay, well, what do I have left? You go, fuck, that's it. That's it until, you know, the first. But most of my bills all come in. I don't know why I fucked everything up. And everything comes in from like the 15th to the 20th. <laughs> And, uh, but when you get those paid and you go, all right, well, let's go check the bank account. And you're like, Hey, 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 okay. We're okay here. We're okay here. But then you don't go out and do anything crazy. You just keep it right there. Yeah. And one of the reasons why is because I've learned the rules of borrow smart, repay smart, always repay number one. And then, uh, borrow, be incredibly smart about what you're doing. And nobody's better at helping you find that than Dan Eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three. The website is San Diego Lending US. And uh, Dave, the funniest website I saw today. Yeah. Now this is tempting. I'm not going to lie. It's tempting because Christmas is coming up. There's a website out there that makes almost perfect replicas of every championship ring for like the last 25 years, okay. maybe longer. So you look, Dan is a bandwagon Vegas Knights fan. You can buy a replica Vegas Knights championship ring for like 69 bucks. <laughs> Your replica Dodgers fake 40-game oh, championship. Son You're a son of a bitch. It's like $60. You start looking. Uh, Where would he work? That's what I was just going to say. You look at it and you go, oh, that's great. Until it shows up and you're like, okay, now what the fuck yeah. am I going to do? And you're like, well, I could get Kata Rams ring, Jack of Warriors ring, Dave the Dodgers ring. Uh, Dan, I could get, 
I'd get him the 2014 LA Kings ring to remind him who he's a fan of. Oh, I'd have to get that Raiders 83 ring. Yeah. And then, yeah, everybody would open it up and then you look around and go, well, fuck. Yeah. That's about 500 bucks I spent for no goddamn reason. <laughs> um, so, no, you go, yeah, we're not doing that. That's where you borrow smart. And then you go, well, Blink 182 or Springsteen yeah. or anything else. Uh, you go, no, not doing that either. And all those different things. So it's the. It's the legacy that Dan will help you build, 858-688-6813. All right, don't forget, uh, Brian Kerr is your guy when it comes to real estate. If you're thinking about selling your home, you want to get the most for it, so there's only one person you're going to call. It's Brian Curry. If you want to stay in San Diego County, again, nobody knows the county better than Brian Curry. Best thing about Brian, and man, he's always honest. He's not just looking for that sale. He's going to make sure you're in the right home. That basically word of mouth is how he does business, meaning that you're going to say great things about him when it's over because he's going to take care of you. That number is 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. If I said to you right now, Dave, any neighborhood outside of Eastlake, maybe one that's actually within a 90-minute drive of most of San Diego, uh, where would you go? The only one that I would uh, that I would honestly move to would be Carlsbad. It's yeah. Anita's Carlsbad, just because we have family there. Yeah. My wife would be happier. So great, right? That whole yeah. area. And even... Even like what people, because I'm in Carlsbad every day, but even parts of Vista, yeah. San Marcos, Lucadia, Olivenhain, like there's so many little subsets off that general area that are incredible. And if you've ever thought about it, I tell you all the time, come up, local businesses would love to have you. Just make sure you work up there because driving south every day, holy cow. <laughs> And then coming home north every night, that would make for a long day. But if you can live up there and work up there, the guy who can help you make it happen is, of course, Brian Curry. His website is BrianCurryRealEstate.com, 619-251-1588. You can see the homes he currently has available. and Or you can just go to uh, DaveAndJeffShow.com, the website that Kyle Fluger built for us, because on that sponsor page, I'll link to all of our friends. You can find Dan, you can find Flugs, you can find Brian, you yep. can find Bright Bail Bonds, and of course you can find Alan Taylor and Taylor Made Pools. There you go. Speaking of Taylor Made Pools, look, Alan Taylor is ready to put a perfect pool in your backyard. Something you can use in San Diego almost year round. Make sure he changes your backyard. Look, the jacuzzi works even in the winter. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Taylor Made Pools, the way to go. Ask about available financing. Alan Taylor is the best in the business at this. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. You know what, Dave? I thought about this driving down today, and I, I it didn't bother me so much that I would owe you an apology because <laughs> nothing really bothers me that much. But I said, you know what? I haven't given Dave the opportunity to do for a very, very long time. Dave, who is your celebrity pool? Lonnie Anderson. Oh, dude, that's a great one. That is a great one. I was like, Dave's lazy as fuck. Josh writes all the questions. I'll make him pick a celebrity pool. Can you imagine the the buzz around the neighborhood when word got out that the Lonnie Anderson celebrity pool had been built? Good God, it'd be great. It would be great. Alan Taylor can make it happen. 619-449-4452. You got to get a grotto with it, right? Yes, absolutely. You say that all the time. That's it. I love the idea of the grotto. I just think if that's If you a didn't clue. have a grotto, would you always push the grotto? No. Okay. You made, no. It, you made it popular. Yeah. 
He knew what he was doing. He had tailor-made pool before there was tailor-made pools. All right, here we go. Celebrity birthdays. How old are they and how much are they worth? We have five of them tonight. Okay. First one, we're going to wow. start off with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. October 26 is the birthday. Okay. Uh, 73. 76. 76. All of its dirty money, as uh-huh. we know, they goddamn murdered Vince Foster. They've done all these... <laughs> <laughs> People are like, I asked, did I tell you? That had always been the rumor about Vince Foster that the Clintons were involved in that whole thing. It's so like a year ago, I'm at dinner in, in Toronto with this guy who's like a huge uh, DC lobbyist. So we're yeah. just drinking, having a great time. And I said to him, I go, hey, so hey, just between us, like what really happened with Vince Foster? He goes, dude, stop reading shit. Vince Foster committed suicide. Everybody knows it. They just know guys like you will read it and buy into it. Fuck. Well, I mean, not. Yeah. I didn't want anybody to have murdered him. All right, I'll get back on track. Uh, Hillary Clinton, all that shady money that she's made. Uh, dude, can I say $200 million? It says $120 million. Okay. Politicians, is, everything's a lot. Dude, right? Everybody. Yes. Seth MacFarlane, family guy. Um, 52. 50. 50. Looks like Christopher Knight from Peter. Dude, that's Peter a great Brady. call. He's yep. so goddamn funny. I like Seth MacFarlane. Part of my favorite all-time Saturday Night Live sketch. The puppets. Yeah. That's uh, right. uh 200 million. 300 million. Dude, wow. Yeah, crazy. He seems like a guy not even impacted by the dough, right? Doesn't no. he just seem like he'd still be a cool dude? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pat Sajak. Dude, Pat Sajak. Um... I think this will surprise some people. I'm going to say he is 77. Exactly right. And But this is going to be weird because, dude, he makes a lot of money for that show, but it, I think his reported money is going to be low. I think he makes something like 17 or $18 million a year. Yeah, so it doesn't and He's been sense. doing that show for like 40 years. Yeah, it's nowhere close. And they're going to say that he's worth $34 million. No, it's more than that. You want to guess, go, guess what you would say? I'll say $80 million. $75 million. Okay. John yeah. Hader. Napoleon Dynamite. Dude, where the fuck is John Hader now? Well, you'll see when I tell you the money. <laughs> okay, John Hader. I'm going to say John Hader's 39. 46. Dude. How crazy is that? Uh, 12 million. $10 million. Okay. Last one, Rita Wilson. First one to get COVID. First one. Um, Remember that when the Tom Hanks yeah. and Rita Wilson and COVID? They were in Australia making yeah. the Elvis movie. I'll say 68. 67, pretty close. Okay, and just her money, right? Her, well, it says her money, I guess, but, but it's a lot of money for her Dude, money. I'll say uh, $200 million. It says $100 million. Okay, cool. Okay, here we go. Five random questions written by Josh. Nice. All of them are good. First one I don't think you're going to like, though. Okay. If you were a dog, what breed would you be? Dude, that's great. Oh, there you go. I thought you were going to shoot that one down. Dude, well, listen. I think in my mind, you'd go like I'd be like a lab. Yeah. Because we were coming out. We did a team lunch yesterday. It came out. This yellow lab was just the funniest thing. He was so wound up and barking. He's mad at something. But he's a yellow lab. He's not like a, you know, attack dog. Well, like just, hey, calm down. You're in fucking Carlsbad. You calm down right now. 
tail wagon, right? The dog is Carlsbad. Yeah, we're like, calm the fuck down. But dude, with me, much as I'm fucking talking, I'd probably be like a fucking chihuahua. I'd be pissed. Yorkie, get stepped on. No shit. Just get kicked off the foot of the bed. Um, but overall, I'm insanely likable. So I'm going to say a lab. Dave, what okay. are you going to be? Going boxer. I only buy boxers. Yeah, there you go. When you meet people, you do tend to piss all over them. So. That's my move. How many times have you been left truly speechless? Oh, I like that. Not many. Yeah. Seriously, for you, what you and I do? We was yeah. the first guys to talk. Yeah. Unfortunately, saying the wrong thing. Yeah, always. I do that a lot. Um, Has anything happened where you go, I have nothing to say. I'm just speechless. No. Yeah. Yeah, maybe three times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any right now. Um, I, I won't go too far down the line, but it's the day uh, after a very drunk night in Carlsbad. And he called me the next day, and you said, well, how was it? Yeah. I said, how was what? Yeah, yeah, that was that one. And then you explained, that that one hurt. Yeah. Yeah, all of us. That one hurt my feelings. What, yeah. What's the weirdest thing someone has ever asked you to do? Oh, I fucking San Francisco. I had a guy ask, help me murder a guy. That's right. You did. Homeless guy. That's right. And I said, well, not tonight. My kids are here. That's right. That is the I best. would think that's it. Yeah. Homeless guy yeah. asked me to help. Will you help me murder that motherfucker right there? I like that one. Yeah, that was good. I, I'm glad you, you, you did. You had a great answer right there. I don't have an answer for that question. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Uh, what was yours? I don't know. What Dwight one. Howard called? <laughs> Dwight Howard called. It was weird. Yeah, it was. But I, I gave him Mickey Coke's phone number. And go, you did not. He can handle Makes it. a good dude. Okay, sure. He is. He's just loyal to his friends. Yeah. I wish our friends were yeah. loyal to us. Like Mickey's loyal to AJ. Show me your friends. I'll show you who you are. Okay. Let's oh. leave it like that. All right. Here we go. What do you think of what? Here, I like this one. Okay. What do you think Jack and Cade's careers will be in 30 years? Dude, that is so funny. We talk about it all the time. Um, there's just so funny. I was talking about those guys tonight on the way down because Jack broke his foot in like sixth grade. Yeah. And he was, he was trying to tell Cade tonight that the middle part of his digit completely separated from both the top and the bottom. This is making shit up. Yeah. Cause he's a fucking maniac. And I told him, <laughs> I was like, he broke his foot and then he had to walk home on it. And it was about 70 yards. Walked home, he said to his mom, I hurt my foot. And his mom's never broken a bone. And she's like, oh, okay, we'll just, you know, put it up or elevate it. He came and he sat on the couch and he looked at me. And I go, you all right? And that's when he started to cry. Yeah. I told him, I go, dude, you guys never cried. Like, yeah. it was crazy. He had double ear infection. The doctor's like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, why? And she's like, well, you have a double ear infection. You fucking idiot. I don't think she called him a fucking idiot, but she would have been qualified to do it. Um, I don't have any idea. You know, I'm, I'm lucky in the fact that they're both really good students. And they don't talk about what they want to do. I mean, it changes all the time. Yeah, good. But um, no, I think whatever they'll do will be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. All right, here we go. Last question. Okay. I like this question. Can you romantically love two people at the same time? Absolutely. I think you can probably, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, well, you're single, so yeah. you, can, you can answer that. I think a lot of people would say yes. 
Yeah. I think a lot of people will say that, that they could easily be with one or the other at any time. Yeah. Uh, I think in a lot of ways it happened to me right before I got married. Yeah. And uh, thankfully I ended up with the right one. I mean, the other one hates me. The Russian? Yeah. Probably <laughs> wants to see me fall into a volcano. Um, but yeah. I mean, but once you... Uh, my feeling on that is, and I talk to my sons about this all the time, man. Once, once you figure out what you're doing at the fork in the road, then fucking be all in. Yep, I've said the same thing. With right, Josh. because it's so the same thing. thing. It's the simplest thing, but but it absolutely is due unto others. Because I was yeah. like, if somebody, if you were there on the left side and they went, and then they were still, dude, that's that's yeah. bullshit like we've all been through that and it's terrible yeah so yeah as you're kind of making your way to the fork yeah i get it yeah i think if you're candid it's happened a lot but don't be that person yeah um okay so we got it yeah do you, are you going out of town next weekend this coming up no i, I got, leave i got a scheduling problem coming I, up. i leave i'll be in toronto two weeks from tonight okay however sunday night we're at the haunted dell good deal i have to do that charger show sunday night sunday night and then monday we're not doing a show it's the 30th right yeah 100 percent. okay that's what i was gonna say i got a scheduling problem we're not doing a show on the 30th no and then 31st is tuesday I don't, have, I don't have anything going do you have kids coming through here fuck no dude nobody comes through i got like four of them maybe a year i could do i could easily do halloween all right so we'll do halloween okay but then the challenge is thursday night is jack and kate's birthday so it could be a situation where next week uh i don't know if we're going huh will we knock out one your son yeah Yeah, we'll make it we'll make it a good one yeah yeah you're right but i can't uh, i can't can't go monday for sure no we're not doing it monday but because we won't be here monday do me a favor and and keep my friend jake palais in your thoughts as we will uh Remember him it is the sadly the anniversary of his passing. Please also do me a favor. Keep Dave, Rita, Josh, and all of us that love Jake very much and miss him every day uh, in your thoughts. We will celebrate uh, Jake's memory, all of us as a family, Dave, with your family on Monday. And we'll rally back and we'll come back and do what uh, what Jake would want us to do. We'll come back Tuesday and tell dumb jokes. Good deal. Appreciate that. I right, love you, brother. We'll see you uh, on the 31st. Thank you. Yeah.
that guy with the attitude, he better go away. Five-cent video game, put a smile on my face. Last stop, the sign was paralyzed, but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cuts their own Christmas tree? Boy, you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laughed so hard, I'm on the little boy. 